This is an OSV Podcast Network production. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com. When you're asked to embrace a tough mystery, when you don't see where this is going, go back to what I said at the beginning. Look for the truth, the beauty, and the goodness in your situation, because those will be your guides through whatever mystery you're being called to embrace. This is OSV Talks, a show where we explore topics from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking all from the heart of the church. My name is Doug Tuke, and I will be your host. Hi, welcome. I'm here with Giancarlo Bernini, magician, using the art of illusion to share a unique perspective on faith and what it means to seek truth. Uses Catholic faith. He has a Bachelor in Arts in Religious Studies and a love of apologetics uh, to create a program tailored to Catholic audiences. Also, a a great friend. I met Giancarlo at NCYC last fall and kind of fell in love with him. Total man crush. And I was like, you need to come to an OSV talk. And he was like, what's that? Sounds good. So we did it. So thank you for coming. This Thanks awesome. for having me. Oh, I love it. I no, love that you're so here. so excited to be here. I love that you're here. Um, I kind of pushed on you to, I kind of pushed a topic on you, but I hope it was one that you wanted to do, was to talk about magic and mystery. Um, and I love the applicability of that. I just love that you're so steeped in being a magician, but you have a minister's heart. Have you found that that's that that was an easy thing to bring together? Yeah, well, and when you suggested that topic, I was like, why have I not done a talk on that? That is perfect. That's, a, that's affirming. That's right? affirming. I no, it really is. Because, you know, there's different talks that I do with my show. And I'm like, why why have I not done mystery the mystery of faith before? Why have that's I not? Great. So I thought that was great. Uh, but yeah, it, it it it's interesting because the 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 magic always gets people in a mindset of curiosity of wanting to understand even on a level that is almost subconscious oh, well where said. yeah people are asking a question like can you explain can you explain this can you explain this so anything that i give them that is a truth to hold on to after watching 20 30 minutes of how did he do that i need some kind of explanation of something people are so eager to grasp onto it and so i'm learning that uh magic just generally puts people in a mindset of i i someone give me some truth to hold on to and take home Ooh, so there's kind of like a vulnerability to performance there it's like i have no idea what's going on how did you do that thing oh and by the way here's some truth goodness and beauty <laughs> take right. that home with you <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. And you've traveled a bunch, like a ton. Uh, Is, is, is some, how much of that is recreational? How much of that is your magic taking you around the world? Uh, So a lot of it is, is a mix. It's a mix. And I love to, you know, if I'm going on vacation somewhere, I will try to find shows there. If I have shows somewhere, I will try to find cool things to do. I, I kind I do not have a work life balance. It's all one thing. <laughs> Says the man who does not have like children and a wife at home. Right, right, right. <laughs> this is the time that I can do like, <laughs> go, just go do it. Yeah. That's yes. Good. I, I, like I, I don't know if uh, I've been working on like Instagram reels recently and those happen at three to six in the morning because <laughs> that's when I have time to do them. And that's good. Yeah, that's good. I want to, I'm just curious, especially for our audience. Um, 
obviously faith matters to you or you wouldn't yeah. be doing magic in the context of ministry. And um, I just, I, I'm so infatuated with the idea that doing tricks, which are fun and lighthearted, but also have meaning, has like a dual audience. You have kind of the younger person that's like, whoa. But then you've also got this kind of peripheral believer that's maybe struggling with this idea of embracing the unknown. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you just preach right to that. Like you just pierce that through their soul. It's like, oh yeah, you didn't understand that. Yeah. It's a lot like faith. There's a lot you're not going to understand, but there's a deeper truth. Can you speak to that just a little bit? I, I just love that. That's part of what you do. Yeah. And I guess what I what I would say about that is that everyone's in a different place. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's on their own journey, and I'm trying my best to hit home a point that will, you know, it's it's hard to 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 please every like like you know impossible right it's impossible you know every single person in the audience. But I'm trying to figure out like what is the thing like before every show what is the thing that I think would best serve this audience. Yeah. And usually that is a a a new way of thinking about something. Mm -hmm. Um I've been doing a a a recent talk on the on illusions mm -hmm. of of self and and how uh I talked throughout the show about how an illusion is when you experience something that's not really happening. Mm -hmm. And then well you know most of the illusions you experience in everyday life are not magic tricks. Mm -hmm. It's how you see yourself. Mm, that's your good. interaction, especially with for people. a young audience. That's yep. really good. This yeah. is like it's like my confirmation talk. Mainly. Oh, totally. It's, it's totally it's the, the the way you see yourself. The way you know the the the, the self worth thing or the prideful whatever it is. It's it's you have this 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 perception of something that's not really happening. Mm -hmm. And then how do you fight it? And bring in the sacraments here and say we talk about things like transubstantiation mm -hmm. and you know the substance and accidents and and things like that as like you know what think about this the, the sacrament specifically the eucharist is the complete opposite of an illusion mm -hmm. because an illusion is when you experience something that's not really happening a sacrament is something that really does happen visible you, sign of god's invisible grace exactly right yeah. exactly yeah. It, it's you may not experience it physically yeah but it's real it's, it's right the complete there. opposite mm -hmm. of an illusion and so it's it's things like that that magic can help explain at least, and that's that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping maybe there's something that it's a new way for someone to understand something. Ah, uh, it's pastoral invitation. Like for me, like I'm just a a geek when it comes to tactics of evangelization. Like not yappy on a soapbox. I'm gonna bark at you and be the loudest person in the room. So it's always about tactful pastoral invitation, and it's just so inviting. I mean, I saw you. On the on that big stage at uh, at NCYC and in the breakouts, and I could just—it's so fun to not watch you, but to watch young people watching you because you can see their hearts stirring and you can see their eyes going. Wait a minute, this is making sense. The thing I'm seeing isn't necessarily what I'm processing it to be. That there's always deeper truths in what we're doing, and I just love that. I, I just think it's a great mission. How'd you stumble into magic? Is it high school, college? Like where yeah. did that come to, come together? No, my my dad showed me a very simple card trick when I was about nine years old, and I loved it. And I showed it to everybody a million times until they figured <laughs> like it you out when you're a kid, right? And then I was like, every I've done this so many times, everyone knows how it works now. I needed to learn a new one, and that snowballed and snowballed. 
Um, and, and, you know, I, it was the classic story, which a lot of magicians have of, you know, kind of socially awkward, had a hard time making friends at school. Suddenly you do the school thing. Everyone wants to see it. Sure. So you get into it yeah, and, totally. and, and it's your thing, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's almost like a social crutch to, sure. to help you make friends and, and, sure. and stuff. And that's how it started for me. And, and then it, it snowballed into you. I, then I fell in love with it as an art. Yeah. Then I fell in love with the craft yeah. and, and the more, and I just, you know, you just get into it college uh started doing you know paid shows for money yeah uh senior year uh was invited to be on Penn and teller fool us and then that's when i was like i think i want to do this full time yeah yeah and you've told me before you're a big david copperfield fan yes what now so say more about that though like what makes you a fan of him in particular because you've got a gazillion magicians that right. you could fan on but like you're like no this is my guy this is the guy that really boggles my mind yeah, well, David Copperfield has the mind of a movie director. Mm. And so he's well thinking, said. yeah, no, and, and I think that's how he puts it, you know? Yeah. He, he's thinking about music and lighting, and you'll, he'll take a very classic trick, and he'll be like, how do I tell a story with this and a narrative? And there's magic, and they don't understand it, but it's in service of a greater story, because that kind of puts you in the, you know how when you watch uh, a, a, a play and they have the, 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 what do you call it? The wires holding somebody who's flying up sure, in the sure, audience. Sure. And, uh, you kind of, you, you're in this theatrical setting. There's a narrative. So you kind of forget or don't care about the fact that there's wires holding this person. Now, if you actually don't understand, there are no wires and you don't understand how they're actually floating, but it's still in service of this narrative. Then you're not in that mindset of trying to figure out and scrutinize. You're just enjoying because you're enjoying yeah, the narrative. Yeah. But there is that magical element of I don't know how this is happening. Yeah, yeah. That's a totally different way to think about magic. Yeah, no, yeah, it, that's it, that's its own thing. It's, it's a crap. Have and you had any? I will not. I promise. Mm -hmm. Under any circumstances, ask you to unveil anything to me because okay. I love the f the entertainment factor. Of course. But have you ever had like a massive flop like on stage? Have you ever had anything where it was like, oh my gosh, that did not go the way I wanted it to? Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like he just, just so our audience knows Giancarlo just started crying and he's curled up on the floor <laughs> in a ball. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm thinking like high school talent shows. Oh, uh, sure. Back when I don't know what I'm doing, I see a cool thing and I'm like, let me try this on stage. And it just doesn't work. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any specific instance, but I can tell you that uh, one of the cool things about magic is that because of that surprise factor, the audience does not know where it's going sure like you you were the the magic moment should always be a surprise sure. they should not they should be blown away and i touch on this a little bit in the talk they should be blown away by the weight of like of course that's where this was going but i didn't see that coming yeah and what that does is usually all the secret stuff i need to do happens well before that Got so it. that i can focus on the reveal gotcha. so by the time that something goes wrong quote unquote i know it before they know it yeah I I am aware that something's gone wrong before the audience becomes aware, so I have time to fix it. That's pretty brilliant. At least, or yeah. segue out of it. Yeah, that's pretty brilliant, though. That's a nice safety net, to be mm -hmm. honest. Like, that makes makes the entertainment factor that much better. I think that's fantastic. How long, or how much time, I should say, are you spending these days, like, prepping tricks? Are you, I mean, is this a daily grind for you to be kind of adding to your repertoire? Or Yeah, it's... I, I've I've been focusing lately more on the like the scripting side of it and the like what order am I doing tricks in? I've got this nice set of of, of effects right now in my show that I think are solid and 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 soon I'm gonna start working on a new show. But right now it's kind of just 
refining the show that I've been doing. So I'm, I'm, I don't have to practice the slights as much anymore because I'm doing the show so often that the show becomes a practice for sure, itself. Of course it does. Uh, you know, well, that's what entertainment should be. Like if you want to get so sharp, yeah, that makes sense. Right. But, but I am still tinkering with the order and tinkering with, uh, how can I say this in a way that will impact the audience more? Yeah. Things like that. You know? I, I presume it's a lot like a musician practicing songs and playing songs and that you're always sort of adding that one thing to the set and that there's, and, and you're letting one go or you're, you know, you're navigating knowing your audience well and, yeah. and whatnot. That's fantastic. The what are some, what, yeah, right. That makes sense. What are some goals? What are some goals for you in the coming years? Like what, what do you want to accomplish? I mean, where do you yeah. want to be? I mean, I have, there's, there's different things in my head. One of, I love traveling. Yeah. So I love going around to different churches, different parishes and doing my show all over the country. Um, I also would love to, at some point in the near or distant future, at some point in my life, have like a, a residency somewhere where oh I'm like, gosh, hey, right. twice a month, come see me at this theater. Yeah. I'm here, come buy tickets, public show to the audience. Yeah. Uh, part of me is like, it would be fun to do cruise ship shows because I yeah. know a lot of cruise ship magicians. Sure. And just because I would love to just be on a cruise ship for a while. Yeah. I love, like I said, I love traveling. Yeah. And all my friends who are cruise ship magicians tell me, you should think about that now because you are single. You do not have a family yeah. or kids and cruise ships are like, be in another country for three weeks. Oh yeah. Totally. So, yeah. So I should probably get on that soon if yeah. I want to do it. Residency would be amazing because it would really push you to create. Yeah. I mean, cause people are going to come back to your show two yep. or three or four times. You want to be the one who's constantly pushing yourself to sharpen and renew. And that's, that's a challenge. That's yeah. gotta be a challenge. And that's always a conflict of, uh, do I work on something new for, for the same audience or do I refine the like the fans or people who really like keep wanting to come back and yeah. or, or do I work on, on new stuff or sorry do I work on the same stuff and really polish it yeah for because you can't ever I mean it took me the show that I'm doing now it, it's it, I've been doing it for two years and it's still like slowly getting better and I don't want to stop working on it because yeah, I'm like course. it's not done yet of course but then if I've got you know I'm starting to get hired to come back to the same parishes again right and I'm like I got to do something new for them right and so it's it, that's the struggle it's the balance that's the balance of a musician that's the balance of a speaker that's the balance of a lecturer all of that is yeah. they come to see you because of the thing they saw so right. they, you know, but then there's also a desire to be reinvigorated. And no, I totally, I get that world a ton. Do you have, I know you're in Texas, but do you, do you have kind of a circle of peers or colleagues that, that you kind of bring out the best in each other? Is there kind of a little group of you that, that you really work on each other and give each other honest feedback and whatnot? Yeah, there, the magic community is very tight knit. I bet. And very, I always say like name any magician in the world. I probably am like two to three people away from that, like, like. You know that you know, like degrees of Kevin Bacon type thing. That's brilliant. Uh, like, yeah, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm usually like two to three like phone calls away from reaching that person That's cool. if I need to. And in terms of, of faith, there are a lot of uh, Christian illusionists uh, um, who are in Dallas, yeah. and there's like four or five of us who are in a group chat together, and we're just it's a very, very, very close, fun, great group of guys. How does that? So there's a balance of time there because you're living in this world of doing magic and illusions in the faith space, which also demands attention to your faith. Of course. Are, I mean, are you grinding in that kind of spiritual growth space as well? What yep. is that routine like for you? And that's, I'll say that's probably been, I don't want to say the hardest thing, but. It is the, for most people. Yeah. <laughs> so like your solidarity like, there, brother. Yeah. Well, when I started doing this, right, like I, I, you know, 
love my faith in call in college was like you know very active in, in the catholic community um but i in my and magic was like i almost had them as separate things and i decided to do them together but doing the whole catholic magician thing which was a very new thing like there there really isn't another guy out there doing catholic magic shows as far as i know and so i started getting booked at all these churches and i i didn't have the like i was a catholic yeah. but i didn't have like the preparation of being like a you know, a guy on the main stage at these Catholic conferences. It's a different world. Right. Yeah, You've absolutely. got all these big names like, you know, Father Mike and all these guys. And then and then you're supposed to go on that same stage. And I, I remember that imposter syndrome of like, I'm just a guy who does magic tricks. And I love Jesus. Yeah. But I'm a guy who it's does magic very tricks. very well articulated on your part. And that's a big deal. But it, the, the, there's also like a, a vulnerable, right? There's, and you hear the you hear the speakers talk about it all the time. Like, like whenever you go to a Catholic conference sure. about how like, you know, they're like, they're like, hey guys, I'm like, I'm, I'm so broken and I'm so messed up. And, and like, like, trust me, like you, like why I shouldn't even be up here. And you're always like, oh, you're just being humble. You're, and, and then I remember stepping on the stage and being like, oh no, they were being serious. Like, <laughs> like, like I should not be up. And, and, and it's like these kids, they, yeah. they, they, they look up to you and you're, you, you're a role model, whether you want to be or not. And that's what kicked my butt. I was like, I need to actually get into shape spiritually. Like I need to be going to confession. I need to be going to sacrament. I need to work on myself. Because whether I want to or not, so that was kind of like the part that I wasn't prepped for was to be like Would in you that say, Catholic speaker world. Are you thankful for that? Like, did that like it's like oh my gosh, this life I chose is actually making me a better Catholic. Yeah, yeah, grow in discipleship. I'm oh, I'm so grateful for it. But I it, love that. It, it's love also that. still like a a process of, um, you know, there there are some moments where I'm like, I need to go to confession because I have a show next week and I can't and I I won't if I'm if I'm not in a good like spiritual state I can't give my best to this right. audience i i think that that's a fun well, we could climb down that rabbit hole i i think it's a fun conversation because many times certainly not all the time but many times people who are in a position to perform in the context of ministry actually end up doing the opposite like it kind of becomes a thing where they just phone it in and it's by personality that they're now look at my personality I'm doing this, whether whether it's guy on a guitar, gal on a guitar, or whether it's, you know, I'm going to crack my jokes and make you laugh. And then their personal spirituality is just in the gutter. Mm. It's the people who are really like, oh, my gosh, there's no way I can do this thing unless I'm being enriched over here spiritually. And you've identified that at a pretty young age, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it will serve oof. you very, very well for the long term, I, I assure you, which is which is pretty cool. That's exciting. Where can we learn more about you? Where do we where do we find more about you? Yeah, um, I'm very active on on Instagram. Uh, Great Instagram follow, by the way. What's your What's your handle? It's on uh, Bernini Magic. B e r n i n i Magic. He makes me laugh almost every day. It's fantastic. Yeah, it makes me smile. Um, awesome website yeah. or contact information. Yep. BerniniMagic.com. Perfect. Uh, contact at BerniniMagic.com is my email. It's all Bernini Magic. Perfect. Um, and then also uh, CatholicMagician.com. Um, if you for specifically for faith-based shows, but that'll also redirect my to BerniniMagic.com. Perfect. So any of that. Perfect. Who are your Who are your biggest mentors? Who are your Who are the Who are the people that have gotten you to where you are today? You know, either in the spiritual side or the magic side that have kind of walked you to this space. Yeah. Um. I mean, on the spiritual side, interestingly enough, it's been you know parish priests. Yeah. It's been good. Uh. You good. know, throughout my life, it's been you know my youth minister back home. It's been friends you know it's not like uh like 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 a big name or anything it's 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 just people doing god's work at yeah. you know the parish level um just good community yeah. and that's good authentic witnessing i like yeah, that for real. i like that it's supposed to be that way yeah 
and then on, on on magic side of things, it's uh, there's there's some uh, magic consultants uh, that have helped me with like the oh business side. yeah that, that's a whole thing that's a whole world yeah uh, there's people who are really good at creating magic and watching magic and saying this will be better but they're not performers like that's yeah. not their personality and so they you know you you hire them to watch your show and make you better or yeah. create new magic that's true of public you. speaking too I mean there's good speaker coaches who are not good speakers like mm. that's that's a real thing oh yeah cool cool you're the product of that man well I just know that um getting to meet you last fall and getting to see you perform and then getting to see who you are as a man of God is awesome. And uh, man, I just think your road in front of you is going to be outrageous. You're going to be on a ride. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. So I think it's fantastic. So everybody check out BerniniMagic.com. What a gift. I'm so thankful you said yes to doing an OSV talk. I know it's a bit of a different platform than what you're used to. And you you just adapted to it, adjusted to it so quickly. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. So we are excited to get this film out to everybody and have everyone see it and, and sharing it. So Giancarlo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for committing to the rehearsals and the time and the investment. And uh, I hope you, I hope your career explodes. It's, it's an honor to be here. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. OSV brings you these talks from prominent Catholic leaders to get the church talking. You can enjoy all OSV talks at osvtalks.com. Please rate and review our show wherever you like to listen. Until next time, God bless.